to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show with your host, Jose Aristimuño. On the show today, I got a great friend, entrepreneur, author, and really, I don't got to give him much of an introduction because everybody knows who he is. My brother, uh, Ed Milet. Ed, welcome to the VIP show, man. It's an honor to be here. Finally, we're doing this. I'm I, excited. That's exactly right, man. Ed, you know, I think a lot of people in the in the entrepreneur world, in the business world, in the speaking world know who you are, but, you know, they know who you are today, but maybe 10, 15 years ago, maybe they didn't know who you were. I want to know... Who was the Ed Milet before you blew up on social media, Instagram, and, and all those sort of things? The young me was uh, the real young me, maybe like pre-22. Tells you how old I am, if that's still really young. <laughs> but uh, definitely insecure, shy, scared, uh, low self-esteem, low self-confidence. I grew up in an alcoholic household. So a lot of times if you grew up with dysfunction around you, it's just hard to believe in yourself. And mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of security around me, although my dad got sober, ultimately became my best friend before he passed away. So, but I was definitely that guy. And then probably 10 or 15 years ago, a lot of that stuff still lingered, although I had some financial success. I was wealthy, but I'm still a real introverted guy. I'm very shy uh, to this day. Like if I'm at a party or whatever, I'm definitely the dude in the corner. And, you know, most of my friends that you see on, you know, even that's on my show that are friends of mine are very eccentric, funny people, a lot of yeah. entertainers, uh, comedians, because I'm not the life of the party, man. I like to be a fly on the wall. I like to observe other people. But to be honest with you, brother, that's been an advantage for me in business because I read people very well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm present with people. I listen well. I'm not always thinking about what I have to say, you know, so I would say that would be me. And then I would say just a kind of a a guy really committed to working on himself who always is probably going to fight that other dude in there who doesn't think he's good enough. And I would say that I was joking with you off air, but that was probably me yesterday. Like, <laughs> I don't know that all of that's gone away. I don't feel like I'm, when I get introduced like you did, and I appreciate that very much. I don't feel like I don't walk around going, Oh wow. I'm, I'm successful. Mm -hmm. I really don't feel that way. I really feel like I'm underachieving and you know, probably like you brother, that's why you're so successful. I'm just my own worst critic. I wish that was something I didn't do. But if I'm being honest on a show, I can make myself seem perfect or I can tell the truth. The truth is, I still really am pretty hard on myself. But, you know, life, that's what makes life interesting, right? I think I feel like if you thought you already had it made, you wouldn't be pushing yourself the way that you still push yourself to this very, very day. And and look, we all have the, the that voice, right? The, 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 the self-limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves every day. Because obviously, as you evolve as a person, new challenges arise. And then you're like, okay, I don't know how to maybe tackle this. I got to yeah. sort of maybe, you know, understand a little bit. But tell me, when was it the first time that, that you really had an entrepreneurial sort of idea when was the first time you're like what i want to do this i want to be i want to control my destiny wow what a great question no one ever asks me that i'm so surprised that i never get asked that you're you're a great interviewer thank you my i had a i had a um i sold i grew up lower middle class so not poor but i grew up near rich people like i could we lived in like the little house and you could look up on the hill and see all the rich people up on the hill mm -hmm. i always wanted i was with my dad what, what do those people do my dad's like they either won the lottery They're an athlete. That guy plays for the Angels. That guy does this. Or they own their own business. I'm like, well, that's probably going to be me. So I took sodas and candy bars and bought them at the store. 
I put them in a cooler and I went down to the local municipal golf course and I sold sodas and candy bars behind the fence on the 11th hole at Diamond Bar Golf Course. That was my first business Beautiful. every Saturday. Yeah, that's and smart. then when I was 14, I started an auto detailing business. So I went door to door saying, hey, I'll wash your car. I'll detail your car. Me and my little business partner was called E&J's Detailing. 14 years really old. Well 14 years old. You were walking around telling people, I'm going to wash your car. <laughs> yeah. And if I go back even a little further, I had a baseball card business when I was probably 10 years old where I would go to shows and buy and sell baseball cards which ironically is now a big deal again. So yeah. I've always been a little bit entrepreneur, which is really weird because no one in my family was one. I'm the only one actually. Wow. Like nobody in my family's ever, my, my grandfather worked in a union job. My dad worked at a bank. So my mom stayed home. So like, there's no entrepreneurs. I don't even know where it came from, but that's a great, no one ever asked me that. Like since I was a little kid, I was an entrepreneur. See, that's, and, and thank you, man. I, I think part of what I love to do, you, like you said, uh, Jose, like I love to read people. I love to understand yeah. human beings and their cause for why they do things behind the, the things that they do it. Because it's easy just to, money is a, you know, it's a, it's a tool that we exchange, where it's a currency. Um, it's, it does, the value that it has is the value that we put in as a people, right? So um, true, brother. Yeah. That's just yeah. what it is. And, and I think you've been, you've been at it. It looks to me that maybe your environment wasn't the influence because your 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 father, your family, that your direct influence, they were not entrepreneurs, but you were living down here. You saw the hill of business people who were doing things that like you wanted. My guess is you wanted to be a part of that, right? As young kids, we want to. Yeah, you probably like, I don't know how you grew up, but obviously probably a little bit different than me. But, you know, my family never even discussed being wealthy mm -hmm. or being successful. We never went on vacation. Like my family never thought about doing things. It wasn't a beautiful, loving, awesome family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But even I wonder sometimes, and my dad and mom, like before my dad, my, he's just like kind of freaked out. Like, where'd this come from? You know? Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we're born, many of us, with this heart that wants to do something great with our lives. 100%. There's a lot of people listening to this, like, you know, that you have no reason why people should think it's them, except there's always this thing in your heart. It's like, I'm supposed to be somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to mm -hmm. do something great. I don't know how, I don't know why. I don't even really believe I can, but I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to, I should. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of me. Now you tell me, tell me, you know, you've, you've traveled around the world. You have a lot of mm -hmm. famous friends, you know, rich friends, people who've done that have impacted the world in many different ways. What is the one thing that you're most proud of in your life? Oh, someone just asked me that this weekend. A friend of mine did. Um, I'm definitely most proud of my family because yeah. I'll be honest with you. The, the, I want everyone to have really good stuff. So I was happy when I, I wasn't I wasn't miserable when I was poor. I've had my water turned off. I've had cars repossessed. I've had a house foreclosed on. So I know what it's like. I literally know what it's like to go to the ATM and pray there's 21 bucks in there. So it'll spit out <laughs> been, a 20. Been there, been there before. Been there you know before. what I mean? Like, yeah. I know what that's all about. So. So I, I've been happy, poor, and happy, rich. Let me be very clear. Happy, rich is a thousand times better. Get happy, rich, okay? Yeah, but rich, it yeah. doesn't fulfill you. So, and I thought it might. I own a Global Express jet. I own multiple homes. I'm looking at the ocean right now. I got another home in the desert. I got one on a lake. I, I got stuff. I'm not saying that stuff doesn't make you happy. It does a little bit. Uh, it helps. It, doesn't, it does help. It helps. It fulfills you. It doesn't fulfill you, rather, though. So what is fulfilling is I paid off my mom's house. Mm -hmm. What is fulfilling if my sister needed a surgery, what is fulfilling though is my family. I just worked out right now. The reason I'm not dressed very well, I just finished working out with my son. My son's playing college golf. He lost 80 pounds this year. Wow. And using some of the stuff that I teach, now we're going to bulk him back up again. But I'm proud of my family because 
That's a hard thing to do. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. If build businesses, it's difficult. Building a pretty decent family in this world with social media, the distractions, yeah. the drugs, the alcohol, man, that's not easy to do. And it, and that's the thing that will last. When I'm dead, someone else will buy my jet. Just some other dude will fly on it. It's just a thing in the air flying, right? Yeah. But yeah. when I'm gone, my children are my legacy. And so that's that's something I'm very proud of. I didn't lose my family to build my businesses. That's exactly right. Wow, that that's such a powerful statement, right? Um, legacy. You let, let's talk about that because a lot of entrepreneurs want to make money, want to be successful, but they, they have to understand, and I don't know if you agree with me with this, but if you find your why, if you find the reason behind the thing, the why you do what you do, you're going to get to the place that you deserves to be at, but you need to find the why. And the why is not the possessions, the, mat the materialistic stuff, the money. That's part of it, and it's, it, it's nice. Like, and I agree, I'd rather be happy rich than happy poor, 100%. Oh, yeah. But what is the reason? What, what type of legacy does Ed Milet want to leave in this world when you're gone? It's changed for me. Man, such a great interview. I wish it wasn't a brief one, to be honest with you. This is so good. <laughs> we'll, um, do it, we'll do it again, man. <laughs> I mean that, really. I, I mean, I'm an interviewer. You know, I do part of that. Sure. Um, so... By the way, you're exactly right. The fuel for your uh, big things you want in your life are always other people, if you're a good person. Who are the other people you're doing for? Your mom, your dad, your sisters, your children, your future children. I think for me, it's moved a little bit as I've gotten older and a little bit more grateful. It's just dawned on me, I'm definitely not this good. And so for me, not to preach, but I will just say to you, there's an amazing God in heaven who's blessed me. And for me, so it's to glorify and honor God more. I try to do it more mm -hmm. uh, so that people understand, hey, man, yeah, I might have a deep voice and I got a little bit of a muscle on my body or whatever. I might seem like my acts together. I'm just really comforted by my faith. I'm really comforted that I've got a God that loves me as much as I love Max, who I talked about earlier, to know God loves me even more, mm -hmm. right, unconditionally. Like, I love my wife conditionally, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> right, There's right, some conditions true. There's, There's some conditions on this love. You, it's a contract. Yeah, you, you can't lay down with 1,100 or 11 dudes and one dude. It's, that love's over. That can, I might love you still, but we ain't living together anymore. So That's it's right. conditional, right? Mm -hmm. With God, it's unconditional. Mm -hmm. And what we do in our life is we think, well, I've made this mistake. People don't know about this thing I'm ashamed of. I've had this failure. This relationship broke up. I made a bad decision there. And we think, oh, that disqualifies me now from being happy and successful. It doesn't. God, it's unconditional. So for me, that's probably my big why is like, can I get more people to live in some abundance and peace? I'm not pre preaching a particular faith. Sure, I sure. have one, but I'm saying, hey, man, don't get lost as an entrepreneur. Don't lose your family and don't lose your faith. And if you don't have faith, explore it, search for it. All of you on your heart, you want to know what happens to you when you die. Yeah, it, That's why do. you're living we so do. good. 100%. You want to know the great thing in your life is yeah. what happens when this is over. And you should pursue figuring that out on your own terms. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Ed Milet on the VIP show. I, I want to just reiterate something that he said because it's important. And a lot of young young fellows and, and women are listening to this show. Ed, don't lose your, he said it, don't lose your family over what you're building. Because there's going to be a lot of temptation. The devil is out there to get you. That's his job. His job is to make you fall. But if you right. fall... Don't just stay there. Get up again. I mean, that's what life is about. It's not how many times you fall, but it's how many times you stand up, you get up, because God will always be there to take your hand. And it doesn't matter Amen. what faith you believe in, but God will be there to take your hand. Um, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you another. Let me. This is a good man. I might need you here for a couple more minutes, man. I might need to extend <laughs> this if that's okay. Um, let me ask you this. 
We live in social media. We live in the world of digital. There's a lot of opportunity, but there's a lot of confusion. People don't know what it, you know what to do, where to invest. Stock market, Dutchco and Shiva. Uh, what do I do with my life? What would you say is the most uh, important opportunity right now? People can take advantage if they want to build their life. What they, sh what should they do? Well, to build your life, you have to build. A Everyone is a brand now. So if you could all just decide, I'm a brand. Every human being. It's gone away from. You know, 10 or 15 years ago, you know, Mattel was a brand or Walmart was a brand or maybe, you know, back then Michael Jordan was a brand. Nike was a brand. Mm -hmm. Now what's changed with digital is we are all a brand. I don't care if you have five followers, no followers, you're a brand. So you should be focused and consistent and intentional about what you want that brand to be, how you're going to build it, how it's going to reach people, what it looks like, what you represent, mm -hmm. what you offer people. Remember this, everybody in the world is thinking one thing, help me, mm. help me, help me, help me. Every human you meet, the most confident, studly billionaire in the world you've met, help me. Mm. And so I, that's why I do connect well with successful people because everybody else is kind of doing, I, I know they want help. They want someone to love them, care about them, believe in them, show them how to live better. Mm. So you're building. Building a brand. I believe social media still, even though it's more competitive, sure. pick platforms that work for you, pick platforms that are viral, post consistently, and do less trying to be an expert and more documenting of your life. You'd be surprised how interesting your life is. You'd be surprised as a mom listening to this or a young entrepreneur documenting, I missed the close today. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not sure how I'm making payroll this month. Yeah. Or, hey, guys, one of my best people just quit. It's just a gut punch. I'll let you know how I handle it today. People are like, really? Yeah. And they tune into your life. Yeah. Everyone's always trying to post the best version, the filtered picture. Yeah, yeah. The more interesting thing is you document. You moms, if you're listening to this, driving, to, getting your hair done in the car, getting the kids off to school, the struggle with that. Your kids are screaming. You go, and you know what? You men don't have to deal with this crap. Now I got to go. Do it. And so that stuff makes you interesting and compelling. It also gets people rooting for you. It's also your brand. So I would say that. And then on the investment side, I'm licensed, so I can't give you specific advice on what to invest in. But I will say this. Don't invest in things you couldn't explain to me. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people doing that right now. Yeah. I don't know why it works. My buddy told me to do it. I wrote it up to the top. You will probably talk to me in a year ago. I have no idea what I was doing. It went all the way back down. Yep. So at least understand. My dad said, if you can't explain it to me, don't do it. The other thing is the most important investment you will make is in you, mm -hmm. in your growth, mm -hmm. in getting access to people like you and I that can help them grow and yep. change. And, and then secondly, in your own business, because you know that and you control that. Those are two places you pretty much can't go wrong. Investing in you mm -hmm. and investing back into your own businesses. Beautiful, man. One last question, because this is the question that got voted the most. I told folks that I was going to interview the, the great Ed Milet. I'm like, okay, what should I ask him? The most, the one question people ask me the most is, what is... What is the secret to selling? Because we, we sell ourselves every day. We sell yeah. ourselves with our wives, with our, with, with our couples, with whatever it is, with money. What is the one, what's the secret to sell? How can people sell whatever they want for whatever price they want to? Certainty. Certainty is influence. The more certain person always influences the less certain person. My, my wife has proven that now, by the way, for 30 years. Mm -hmm. I've lost every single fight we've ever been in except she's been wrong like 94% of the time, but she wins every fight. She's more certain she's right than I am that I'm right. So in every exchange, this is important, social media, phone call, boardroom, the certainty battle is happening. Once you have rapport, if you don't have rapport, it doesn't matter. But if you've built rapport, meaning they like and trust you, the more certain person will ultimately influence the less certain person. So you have to be cognizant of that. You have an advantage, by the way. You know more about your product and your company than they do. You should be more certain they need it than they are that they don't. And then be conscious of this. 
How do you transmit certainty? It's an energy. Be conscious. I can't believe how many salespeople and entrepreneurs miss and are not conscious of the energy they're putting off. You are always making an impression on somebody. They are always forming an opinion about you, good, bad, or neutral. So it's the energy you put out, the certainty which you communicate it with. That's why you're compelling. Like right when the camera went on you, bro, before we started, we started talking because I knew you before. But I'm like, this man has a, a presence and a certainty and an energy about him that is both likable and confident. Mm-hmm. This is something you must be conscious of working on. How do I do that? Model people. Watch people that you like. Pick apart little things they do and model them. And then slowly as you take that walk in their shoes, morph it into your own personality with your own dynamics, with your own way of being. But I model people initially. Even things, if you're watching the video, yeah. I'll say I, and I go touch my chest. Mm-hmm. Now watch what I do next. Then I come back at you. Let me tell you what that is. That is me grabbing my energy and giving it to you. It to you. That's a yeah. transmission of energy. That's influence. 100%. Man. Wow. So much, so much fire, so much golden nuggets in this interview. And I cannot thank you enough, man. I'm grateful uh, for this. I know we will, I know we're certainty. We will do this again. We will meet again. And we're going to continue to impact uh, people around the world because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And in my letter, everybody, thank you so much, brother. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it so much.